0: It's six
1: o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Kapadunalu! There you go. Morning.
2: That's our wake-up call. Good morning, everybody. Fourth best day of the week. We're looking at a Tuesday here. It's
1: almost the weekend. It is.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> you me I was gonna. I was gonna smell the weekend. We have a lot of good fragrances around the station here lately. This Christmas time stuff, man. Uh, everybody burning candles and. All kinds of stuff. Well, we have to because we have to mask the smell of the refrigerator in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> Is it bad?
2: <laughs> no, it's not too bad. It's been <laughs> way worse than it has been. Uh, today, December 7th, 2021, uh, remembering 80 years for Pearl Harbor. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. We'll do um, a little something-something around the Pledge of Allegiance uh, to go along with that that we uh, we like to do each year uh, that marks uh, December 7th, but... 80 years, uh, the attack on Pearl Harbor, uh, 1941. With anyone but me. Mmm, that smooth sound of Sam Hunt there. Song called 23. Good morning. So uh, here we are off and rolling with some more Keith Urban tickets all this week. This will be fun to pass along to you. Chances for you to win here at 8, noon, 2, and 4. Uh, four times a day all week. Long chance for you to win those uh, two tickets. To go see uh, Keith Urban. Uh, Heidi sought-after concert uh, 2022 shaping up to be pretty decent here.
1: Go uh-huh. Urban for Keith. We're doing it at 8, noon, 2, and 4, all week long. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Special guest Ingrid Andress. It'll be a fabulous show out yeah. at USANA.
2: As always, Keith is so... Did you see the little video that he was saying, Hey, I'm trying to get ready for my, uh, the Speed of Now tour. And he did it in his backyard.
1: Yes. I I was looking at his backyard. Yeah, that's what I was doing. What does Keith Urban's backyard look like?
2: I know. And it almost looks like he had kind of like a a stream or something that ran through the middle of it. I'm sure he does. I know. But, you know, isn't that funny how that is just so intriguing to us uh, peasants.
1: To see how the other half lives.
2: Yeah. See what they do. I wonder if they, uh, you know... Uh, if he has a lot of acreage, if he, you know. Uh, that's why that one time I told you I had a dream that Keith invited me over to his house, and um, uh, and we were just uh, hanging out there at his house. I'll never forget this dream. It's so weird because he was so congenial, you know. He's just like, yeah, make yourself a home dive. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's like, I got to go run a little, and uh, then...
1: Is he
2: a runner? Uh, no, some errands, you know, like he oh. He was running some. He goes, just to make yourself a home. And you know, And anyway, I was like, oh, all right, this is pretty cool. He's just normal, normal, and we were just hanging out. Anyway, it should be fun. It's like a
1: dream come true, right?
2: I, I know it was. I woke up, and I was like in a sweat. <laughs> but I, wow, did that just happen? Nope. Well, um, pinch yourself a little bit. Come back to reality. We are here, and uh, it's uh, early in the morning, and we're also going to be um, passing along some other fun stuff today. Hey, I've got uh, I've got some uh, great tickets to Bar J Wranglers for tomorrow night.
1: Oh, Still, heck yeah! Uh,
2: up there at Kingsbury Hall,
1: their Christmas farewell tour.
2: Yeah, uh, we're going to be giving away some um, Luminaria tickets. Oh, yeah. Got a hold of some great Luminaria tickets down there at Thanksgiving Point. That is just incredible. You have a chance to win with that this morning. And we're going to be giving away Christmas trees, too.
1: Oh, my gosh. What my, a day.
2: Yeah, fun stuff. Tis the season. December 7th,
0: 1941, a date which will live In infamy Today's a day of remembrance across the country The
1: bombing of Pearl Harbor Today is a day to remember The Japanese launched a devastating surprise attack on U.S. military forces in Pearl Harbor
0: Japanese planes attacked the Pearl Harbor Naval Base in Hawaii
1: Prompted the U.S. to enter World War II Let
0: us pray in silence and remember those of our comrades who have fallen
1: National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day
0: All right, start the show
2: Right, and of course, uh, remembering Pearl Harbor Uh... 2,400 people killed. Wow. On December 7th, 1941. Do you know of somebody? Uh, you know, I had a chance uh, to do a little TV for a while and had a chance to do some interviews with some uh, vets and survivors of Pearl Harbor and to hear their stories.
1: Didn't you interview that Alfred Rodriguez? When you were in Hawaii?
2: Yeah, we're going to play that coming up um, at uh, around our Pledge of Allegiance time again uh, this morning. He was but,
1: actually there at Pearl Harbor when uh-huh. you were there and yeah. you talked to him. And-
2: so amazing. I don't know if all y'all have had a chance to maybe talk to a grandfather, or a great-grandfather, or something like that, that uh, someone who has been, uh, you know, w- was firsthand involved in that. Oh, man. Well, but we just love all of our uh, past and present uh, military personnel. I didn't uh- want to step over any. One note of that song.
1: Let it finish, Dave. Let it breathe.
2: How's that? Christmas in Dixie. Kenny Chesney version. Uh, Chesney. Featuring Randy Owen, of course, from Alabama. My gosh. Uh, And talking about Kenny Chesney and his... uh, uh, Just, you know, he's in good shape. And he always seems to pay attention to his physical well-being and his health.
1: But he likes to eat during Christmas, right? Yes, he
2: does. I grew up in the South, and I grew up on, you know, fried
0: stuff. So I love to eat fried stuff. I don't eat fried stuff. <laughs> when it, You know, when I'm being that person, everybody sees up there on stage. But I love to eat. You know, we grew up as emotional eaters. So that's one reason that I really love the holidays.
2: Emotionally, yeah. we don't eat off of emotions, do we? <laughs>
1: I'm an emotional eater <laughs> for sure. We asked him one time, uh, when we were talking to him, uh, what do you eat when you're on tour? And he said, Nothing but chicken and broccoli. Yeah,
2: isn't that crazy? And congratulations
1: I mean, to Kenny, he yes had his 34th number one single of his career over the weekend with wow, Knowing You.
2: That is amazing. That's,
1: um, he Good said, losing people you care about is always hard. There's a hole where all that adventure used to be. I worry we lose all the love and beauty and sadness over what's gone. With knowing you, uh, my hope has been for you to take the idea of the song and embrace it. Embrace the person you loved who's gone and celebrate every small thing that made the relationship what it was. Um, and he once again thanked his fans and radio and everybody for his uh, 34th number one single.
2: Now, when's he going to get married? He seems like such a good young man. <laughs> it's National uh, it's national Letter Writing Day today. Uh, my gosh, go ahead. Write somebody a letter or try to explain to your kids what a letter is. Right? Yeah. You know, have you ever caught yourself actually having to handwrite stuff out? Now, I... And and I'm like I don't I forgot how to write. I sit there. There's so many things that we type I get, in now.
1: Like yeah, I get frustrated because I think faster than I can write, and it just feels like to me like writing is so slow. But it's so much more personal yeah. than a typed letter.
2: Yeah, and uh, but this, I mean, the way that we do everything just seems to me like it's just such a
1: gotta hurry and write my letter. I gotta type it.
2: Uh, even when it comes down to. Christmas cards, you know, um, I, we, we don't do them so much with the family anymore, which is kind of unfortunate, I think.
1: Yeah, I like to get them, but I'm too lazy to send them. Yeah. Well, my mom, so I learned from my mom because I would sit down with her little address book every year and we would do them together. Um, she'd be like, all right, Who's next? <laughs> and I'd be like, you know, it's the Nybel family, and she'd be like, all right.
2: And you've got the Rolodex, Jean card and, file, here. and
1: Ron. And my mom would write him a little note. Yeah. So I was thinking, I gotta write everybody a little note, but you really don't have to. Well, you can just, just sign just... your name, or you can have your name pre-printed. You know,
2: I mean, some people are just sending out the you know the Christmas cards that are already done, and your pictures on them. Your some people do the newsletter thing, the Christmas newsletter. Which don't get me wrong, I think that there's a great place for that. That's just, but my personal like opinion. Do you really? I, I do. Yeah. I
1: like those. but
2: I look at it like
1: since Facebook, uh, Facebook is kind of a new uh, a daily newsletter of yeah, what's going on. Yeah. They, you know, I feel like I feel like a, a newsletter is kind of a, a Facebook snapshot.
2: Yeah, it is cause it's, well, we went to. Tahiti this year. (laughs) Yep. And four of my kids all graduated as doctors and
1: PhDs. And and
2: they're all just really doing really good. And they all have really big homes and a lot of cars. And and we're just, we're just blessed. You know, I mean, you know, I'm not making, I shouldn't make fun of it, but you know, sometimes it, it turns into a a, a brag letter a, a little bit where now if somebody sends out a newsletter, And, uh, you know, in a, in the form I mean, that has to, that goes along with the holidays, you know, um, it, listen to me setting out the format of the (laughs) newsletter. I better just shut up because it's like, where did you, when did you become the newsletter king of the world, Dave? Uh, since when did you write the book on how to write a newsletter for Christmas? Just do whatever the hell you want. You guys, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything more about it. It's just, I'm getting myself more and more in trouble. Uh, maybe I've only just had that, just because it comes. I've had one or two that have come across that way, and maybe I'm just jealous. Maybe it is. Maybe it's just one of those things where it's like, well, maybe other people are doing really good in their life and in their world, and and maybe your life sucks, and so you're just trying to make fun of it. It could be all of those things. Who knows? Uh, National Letter Writing Day. So get back to that original little topic. National Cotton Candy Day. Uh we went up
1: to uh Chris Kindle market last week and they had a cotton candy. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, they made a, a little
2: vendor of some sort. Yeah, they
1: made an Olaf, the snowman. Really? It had three pieces. Uh, it had the carrot nose. It had it looked just like him. It looked had just like him. Of cotton candy? Like him. Yes. Oh, they cool. put stick arms in him. And you ate it? Yeah. Well, you,
2: I Did you buy it and eat it?
1: Uh the kids I was with did. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go? It was like blue raspberry. So he was blue. You could pick what flavor, and the flavor they picked was blue. Oh, But it, it, we watched the guy make it, and it looked just like Olaf. Oh, my
2: gosh, that's cool.
1: It was so cool.
2: And just in the, uh, a little bit of saliva in your mouth, and it's gone. <laughs> yes. I bet you went straight a, for the carrot nose.
1: I'm not a fan of the, it was paper. I'm not a fan of the cotton candy, but if you've been to Handel's Ice Cream, they have a pretty good cotton candy ice cream.
2: Have not. It tastes just like, like cotton that, candy. No, I'll have to try it. Uh, and then, Lollipop. of course... Puff.
1: Thank you, Shay. That's the name of the thing up there.
2: Oh, okay. 18 days till Christmas.
1: Dave, you're putting me in a panic. I'm not ready.
2: I got to go out and buy myself some more stuff.
1: I know, right? That's all I've been doing. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> Sunday. I got to s- take advantage of these sales now. I know. Sunday, I sat down to the computer and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, going to get serious with Christmas. And all I did was buy a few things for myself.
2: I know. And I needed something a couple of days ago. It came in like the very next day. Amazon got it to me the very next day. And then I got home last night and Linda goes, I've been doing a little shopping online. <laughs> she goes, I've been looking through Amazon and I really like some of these things. And uh, it just Christmas is for uh, selfishness and buying for yourself. <laughs> That's what the Christmas spirit is all about.
1: And then worrying about how to pay for it in
3: January. Right. <laughs> the- I sent <used> <laughs> Deb a picture of this person. I guess it's been in the news. that has Amazon boxes like filling their yard. Just,
2: uh, just nothing totally, but Amazon boxes. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, tis the season to uh, not think about others.
3: Go nuts.
2: And write newsletters about your family. <laughs> let's, di- <laughs> uh, let's get your opinion on that real quick.
3: Newsletters yeah. about families? Yeah.
1: Mm. I like them. I like to read about what everybody's I, doing. I don't,
3: I don't mind them, but they usually end up being braggish. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Johnny's gotten straight A's ever since. No. Okay. Here, <laughs> here I go again. I better not. <laughs>
3: It's a nice
1: way to keep. Up. I think if it's family, it's great. Yeah. I don't. I mean, they're not going to say we've had a hell of a bout with the Rona. We're having trouble well, paying they our bills.
2: They should. Uh, Why not?
1: One of our kids is in rehab. They should. I mean, that's exactly gonna, what a new. <laughs>
2: they're not going to say that. <laughs> Why not talk about have, all you of the you dysfunctional have a stuff?
1: Of both. <laughs>
3: say, no. This you... went bad. This went great. We're and grateful. We...
2: And we haven't played End that dysfunctional song yet.
3: Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas from the family. <laughs> <laughs> Montgomery
1: Gentry. I, I'm
3: just happy to get a card saying, Merry Christmas. We miss you or something like that. Yeah. That's all just that's as needed. as simple
2: as that, right? Yep. They don't even have to miss me. Just uh, just the little <laughs> Christmas cards. We really don't miss you, but Merry we Christmas. We were
3: thinking of you. Yeah.
2: All right. We're back. Time for the Pledge of Allegiance, which we roll out around this time, uh, Monday through Friday. Happy to do it. It's so, uh, such a great opportunity. For us to be involved with that, we have you call in as a listener. Um, You also pre-record stuff and send them in to us, which we appreciate. You can email those to us. You can go to our app and uh, do it as well. This morning, however, we go back to a few years, uh, and I was able to catch this recording with Alfred Rodriguez in Hawaii. Pearl Harbor, Honolulu, Hawaii, with Alfred Rodriguez. And he is a surviving member of uh, the uh, Pearl Harbor. Do you have anything that you'd like to say to all of our listeners in uh, Salt Lake City?
0: Salt Lake City, just be healthy, respect your parents, and love each other. We'll go
2: ahead and do our Pledge of Allegiance. Okay.
4: You you need it.
0: All right.
2: I pledge allegiance 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 to to the flag. flag. Of the United States States of America America. and to the
0: Republic
2: for which it stands. One nation, individual, with liberty, and justice for all. Nice, very good. Thank Thank you you very much.
0: much. I see you. You were shining like a diamond in that dress. We were young and love and reckless We were just two kids When I went and signed my name Now here I am Just a few months later Coming home to you I'm flying with my brothers Yeah, we fought Real hard We're all packed up And headed home And if you're reading this There'll come a time real soon Where family, friends And flowers fill the room And two men with starch white gloves Fold the colors till they touch It's probably more than I deserve I'm proud to get this much, Sending all the love I ever had Inside this folded flag Now look at you You're rounding out But babe, you wear it well A little boy or girl It's still too soon to tell I could be there now To hold you both And if you're reading this You're probably about to cry Running through your head The question's why Ask two men with staunch white gloves Fold the colors till they touch It's probably more than I deserve I'm proud to get this much, sending all the love I ever had inside this folded Two men with starch white gloves fold the colors till they touch. It's probably more than I deserve, but I'm proud to get this much. I'm sending all the love I ever had inside this folded flag. I'm sending all the love I ever had. Beside this folded flag. December 7, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked. ...by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. I regret to tell you that very many American lives have been lost. No matter how long it may take us to overcome this premeditated invasion, the American people in their righteous might will win through to absolute victory. Wow.
1: Three hundred and fifty-three Japanese planes were involved in the attack at six ten a.m. on this date in nineteen forty-one. Uh, the minesweeper USS Condor sighted periscopes in the water uh, at six ten. The first wave of planes took off from uh, Japanese aircraft carriers two hundred miles north of Oahu. At six forty-five, the first shots were fired by the USS Ward at Japanese submarines. At 6.53, the USS Ward radio's Navy headquarters decoding process delays message so it didn't get there. The radar station at Oahu spots unidentified aircraft heading toward Hawaii. Army lieutenant disregards the radar report. He believes it is a flight of U.S. B-17 bombers coming from California. At 7.40 a.m., the first wave of Japanese aircraft reaches Oahu. At 7.49 a.m., the Japanese aerial commander orders the attack. At 7.55, the coordinated Japanese attack begins. At 8.10 a.m., the USS Arizona explodes. At 8.17 a.m., the destroyer USS Helm fires at and sinks Japanese submarines at the entrance to the harbor. And at 8.54 a.m., the second wave of attacks begin. Can't even imagine waking up to that.
2: Yeah. Uh, Just uh, unbelievable that... You know, we look at some huge uh, tragedies in the world. You know, we look at 9-11. We look at, and this is, you know, 2,400 individuals lost on that uh, particular attack on Pearl Harbor. So, again, December 7th, 1941, and today, of course, marks 80 years for that. Once we get snow, we won't see any ground until next June.
1: Last call for yard work. <laughs> it's thirty six and cloudy downtown.
2: Hey, you know, you were talking about that um, that candy, uh, cotton candy snowman.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Uh huh. You know, and I knew. I thought you watch. Deb's going to say something about what the nose is made out of.
0: Uh, <laughs> it wasn't and, a the corn ana-
2: and the anatomy. <laughs>
0: Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul with a corn cob and a button, nose and two eyes made out of coal.
2: What was the corn cob thing made out of, Deb?
1: <laughs> a corn cob. What was it? it was was it above the waist or below the waist? Depends where the kids put it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they mess around with the snowman. And
2: quickly it just melts away and too. And they
1: move the carrot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure that you don't get any moisture on it, <laughs>
1: right? On a cotton
2: candy snowman, because yeah. it'll just He'll melt, disappear, melt away. Yep, nothing left but the uh, carrot. The <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> it's Luke Bryan featuring Karen Fairchild of Little Big Town there and Home Alone now. Uh maybe you uh, you're out you're and about doing I, I the I th-
1: thought you were going to sing it for a minute but you didn't so
2: uh,
1: Hey the lonely girl <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I missed that opportunity.
1: Missed opportunity. My gosh, Dave. I set
2: myself up for that and I missed it. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh, (laughs) But I can certainly uh, oblige if you want me to.
1: Thanks for making up for it.
2: And I don't know why I always go into that falsetto, because he does in the song. He goes,
1: hey, the lonely girl, lonely girl.
2: (laughs) Uh, If you are alone and you're not watching your packages close enough, you know, this porch pirate crap. Yeah. This is unbelievable, you know. This is uh did you hear about the the toddler, the kid, not the toddler, but the young kid? They actually, okay, I got to play this first, okay? Cuz this is uh this is unbelievable. What they did. Let me find it here. It is uh, uh and I know that this sorry for my um being a little unprepared. I'm a little better now. Oh, Dave. I know. Um but anyway, they uh this it came across and It's actually somebody, they caught a small child, a parent sent their child up to a porch in their pajamas, and now they're teaching their kids how to steal off of the porch. What?
1: We were definitely really surprised. The saddest part, I think, is they were in their pajamas. Like Whoever it was just got them out of the car in their PJs to come steal this package. Can you imagine? That is so crazy. Uh,
2: Unbelievable what... uh, the things that people are doing here and this is what uh, this is what I've looked into and I think it might not be a bad uh, thing to look into as well for you guys
4: oh that's probably another holiday package I used to hurry to the doors so they wouldn't be stolen by porch pirates but not anymore because now I have the new porch paralyzer developed by a high-tech secret lab at Guantanamo Bay The porch paralyzer runs off your household current and attaches easily to a bank of stealth motion sensing cameras. So when someone steps onto your porch to swipe that Amazon box, instead of making off with the booty, that pirate's booty is zapped with 20,000 volts, leaving your deliveries untouched. Sometimes I leave a dummy box on the porch just for fun. Get the new porch paralyzer today. Just remember to disable it when your mother-in-law comes over for Christmas, or not.
2: <laughs> We've actually heard people who have have filled it with dog crap, you know, boxes, just because they're tired of people stealing on their their stuff off their porch. I was going to say stealing their crap off their porch, but uh, you know, you you fill a box up, uh, and it's it's got all kinds of just stupid stuff in it. Uh, I haven't had any. I was uh, just going to
1: ask you if you've ever had no. a, a porch pirate. I you thank heavens. No, I even yeah. hate to say no because I don't want to jinx myself. But I know. I have not ever had that happen, which I'm super glad.
2: Yeah, no kidding. Well, you know it's going to be ramped up, and who knows? Maybe it sounds to me like they're sending their little kids up and getting them involved now too. It's just that just is about just the lowest of believable. It is sick. Just stupid.
5: Should probably
2: Chris Stapleton here on Z104, and you should probably leave, except not right now, because we would kind of like to get the credit for you tuning into the radio station, and yes, <laughs> and so if you could hang around for a little bit. And if you do leave, come back about 15 minutes later so we can get all of the quarter hours that we can possibly uh, use as well. I think that's how it works. Hey, Salt Lake City made a list.
5: I we, love lists. We
2: made the top of the top of the dog list. Listen to this. Uh, the uh, Fountain of Utah is what they're calling it. Move over L.A. and New York because, guess what? The coolest place in America, Salt Lake City. Yes. I love that. Now, that's the word from the experts at Realtor.com who say that uh, Salt Lake City is the most sought-after spot in the country with a whopping 15.2% increase in home sales over the past year. Uh, and here, That and, is
1: insane. Uh, isn't
2: that something?
1: Yes.
2: Um, now, they also did the whole list, I mean, the top 10 places in the U.S. for the fastest-growing home sales. And you hear this all the time. I heard this the other day. Where um, a couple, and it was even in in rural a uh, rural 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 Utah, <laughs> 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 and they said, you know, we were thinking about, you know, we thought, well, we'll just uh, we'll just put it up for say, and we hear these stories all the time, but this was just another one that came to me from some people that we knew uh, and know. And they said, we just thought we would put our home up just to see how it would... And they said...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs)
2: Nothing ruins a story. That just snuck out. (laughs) Than a belch from your (laughs)
0: co-host.
3: Here, let me eat a cookie.
2: (laughs) 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 Anyway, and they put it up and they had... uh, they had 15 offers, and they uh, it was it was one of those things where they actually got, of course, like we hear again all the time, more money than what they were even asking, and they thought it was too good to pass up, and so they went. It was just one of those. Now, I understand, even though it's been that way for the last year or two, uh, uh, more so even, I think, in the last year, uh, more isolated, I understand it's kind of starting to level off a little bit. Uh, you, you know, but you, it, your home, you put your home up for sale and it, it literally goes into a bidding war.
1: Wow. That is just crazy. Did you ever tried by, like maybe you're driving to Vegas or you're driving to Disneyland or whatever, and you drive through central Utah and you wonder, what do people, what do people, where do yeah. people work? Yeah. Um, I
2: I, I thought about here. it. Yeah. I thought about it all the time when I lived in San Pete County. I thought, what do all these people do? <laughs> you know, some of them. You know, some of them came in from California. They sold their home in California. This was years ago. Yeah. And then, man, with the price that they sold in California, they were. I had. There was one guy, no lie. I'll just. He bought up, I think, about six properties, he told me, just for the price in Sanpete County.
1: Of his one home, of his one home
2: that he cleared in California. Wow. And he became. And then he rented them out. And, uh, man, it's just. I so you do there's only so many things you can do but now people can work more so from home and they can work anywhere i had a nephew that just recently moved to ohio of all places bought himself here and bought himself 68 acres in ohio with a pond and uh, yada yada oh, that's and I'm like, amazing and oh he's just gosh. working from home yep because he can do it from that's nice anyway so here we go
1: uh knoxville tennessee was the 10th uh hottest market in the u.s
2: kansas city missouri
1: greenville south carolina
2: akron ohio
1: virginia beach virginia
2: and then here's your top five springfield massachusetts
1: uh one of only two cities in the west to make this list boise idaho was number four
2: columbus ohio
1: indianapolis indiana
2: and then salt lake city number one top on the list 15.2 percent increase in home sales over the past year the Fountain of Utah, Salt Lake City, coming in at the top of the list right there.
1: Uh, lots of people saying this is what is ruining the lifestyle here. Kelton wilson who I think does real estate, he said homes he appreciated does. 30% this last year because of the demand. Uh, this stupid market made it so I couldn't buy a house last year. Tyler Bunker, you're not alone.
2: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Neighbor across the street from us, talked to him just the other day. They're going to be heading off... Um, for a couple of years, thought they would put their home up for sale. And he told me just the other day, he says, nah, I think we're just going to rent. He goes, we can't afford to sell. Because I mean, you have to replace You've got to replace it. That's the you thing. Know,
1: yeah.
2: You're faced up with the same thing. So it's all relevant. Sandy Claus.
1: Man, I love those old Christmas songs. Isn't that
2: great? Gene Autry. Love
1: those. They're so Christmassy.
2: Oh, they're so Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> It makes you want to go and decorate your cubicle, doesn't it? Absolutely.
0: Coming up on This Old Cubicle... Monica is a single mother obsessed with decorating.
4: My daughter says I'm extra.
0: And when she found out her office was having a cubicle decorating contest.
4: I turned my cubicle into a gingerbread house.
0: Yep, she spent eight hours on her day off.
4: Cardboard, tape, Christmas lights, candy stickers, a snowy white roof.
0: And when her fellow workers showed up on Monday, they were blown away.
4: I totally won the competition.
1: That's right, eight hours on
0: her day off for a $25 gift certificate to Apple. Bees.
4: Wait, what? <laughs> Aw. Hmm. On the next
0: episode, Monica turns her gingerbread house cubicle into a homeless tent, only on this old cubicle. Ah, good one.
2: So did you let your pets eat too much over Thanksgiving? Did you notice that they had uh, reached their capacity?
1: Um, I didn't actually... I didn't actually have any Thanksgiving food at my house.
2: But did you bring any leftovers home?
1: I did not. Oh, and good so for they you. didn't they didn't did Keno get some stuff?
2: Yeah. And every time Keno goes off to his previous owners, thank you, Tony and Kristen, um, he comes back uh about a pound lighter. Now Oh,
1: because they starve him?
2: But keeping no, they let him uh he actually gets outside.
1: <laughs> oh okay. <He> runs around <laughs> and
2: runs around, um, uh, but a pound to a chihuahua you know what I mean is like an adult human being coming back and losing about twenty to thirty pounds in perspective, you know, and maybe I
1: need to get outside more <laughs>
2: <laughs> just go down to go down to pace them they'll let you run around in the backyard <laughs> but um they say it's not just overeating for us adults here in the holidays, our pets do it too. of dog owners admit that their pup gets more table scraps during the holidays than any other time of the year. The most likely culprit to feed the dog under the table, according to the survey, um, people point the finger at mom.
1: Yep. Um, Now, they did get, we watched, we had a little uh, Utah game thing the other night, and then we got pizza. So they got a lot of pizza the other night.
2: Now, you did some stuff uh, at your, now you are also going to, look, I'm going to try some of your fun games, and we don't have to talk about it now on the air, but, um, you know, we both have our family Christmas parties coming up on the same day, actually, I think.
1: Yeah, they if are. I'm not mistaken. Yep.
2: So, uh, but, uh, but you guys seem to have some pretty fun games. Um, you know, we'll always default to catchphrase or something like that, which is fine.
1: Yeah, I love board games. We we do the board games on New Year's Eve, but for Christmas we have two that have been a tradition for years and years and years. One's newer than the other one. We do what's called the craffle. It's crappy, it's the crap raffle. Crappy raffle. And it's not really crap. It used to be crap, but we kind of do better. Like white elephant crap? Yeah, but now we kind of do we still call it the craffle, but we kind of do it like we take 60 to 70 packages and wrap them And number them. And then the kids like... Holy crap.
2: Now when you say we... I did it. You did? As Uh, much as you hate wrapping gifts? I
1: did. I did it on Sunday while I watched uh, uh, 90 Day Fiance. Of course. All day. (laughs) (laughs) I did. And then the kids draw the number and say they draw number 15 and they go get package 15. And it might be... A, a movie-sized Milk Dud, or it might be a pair of socks, or it might be a Bluetooth speaker. or it well, might these are be, good prizes. Yeah, they're pretty good, but the kids love the craffle. And then we also do, we've done an adults saran wrap, unwrap, and a kids, un, and I'm not doing it. I'm not doing two this year. I'm going to do a gigantic, like a gigantic... Like Sar- how big? Sar- I, like two feet in I diameter? I have in my uh, head that it's going to be beach ball size, but I don't know. Oh, wow. But it's full of gift cards and candy and socks and maybe, I don't know, stuff <sighs> like a Bic lighter or shoelaces. or Now, when
2: you say an adult uh, wrap, saran wrap thing, what do you call it again?
1: It's the saran wrap game. Saran
2: wrap game. Uh-huh. When you say adult, does that mean there's adult toys in there? Adult no, prizes? No.
1: <laughs> Is that
2: just adult themed no, stuff? No. I
1: used to I used to gear them to like gear them to what kids would like for the kids one, and more like gift cards and cash oh, okay. for the adults.
2: I had this there's whole no, other different thing. No, I'd there's think, no hey,
1: look a box of condoms. <laughs> no, there's no there's no adult toys in in those. Yeah. But I'm. Gonna, Can I'm you
2: gonna... imagine if you were trying to unwind that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it this
1: year and see. You gotta have a pretty big circle though, and my house isn't that big. But we'll just scrunch together. And some people, I haven't, I haven't done it this way. We've always used our hands, but some people pass oven mitts to unwrap the rent, which makes it oh, super that much harder. Hard. That just seems too hard to me.
2: Oh, that's what uh, she said, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but man, that sounds like a fun game. And they have to roll doubles. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You just keep unwrapping until the next person rolls. You have doubles.
1: dice, and the one person uh, is unwrapping as fast as they can. And the person next to them, when they roll doubles, you have to pass it to that person.
0: Oh, I
2: love. That. Even
1: if you're like within seconds of getting the the last twenty five dollar gift card or whatever,
2: and somebody has to be the judgment call on that too. They're like, uh
1: uh Everybody does. Everybody in the circle. Does it's
2: like nope? You can't. No, nope. it's
1: so much fun. I'm. Uh, that's, that's my cool. favorite part of Christmas. Where do you
2: buy that much saran wrap?
1: Uh, at Costco.
2: In big Bonkin, The Kirtland rolls. A pallet of saran Those wrap.
1: Kirtland rolls are huge. They're right. huge.
2: Fun games, fun ideas. Aww. Stan Dan and Shane, steal my love on the Z. Uh, it's not still my love. It's still my love. Uh, it's just one word. It's, it's still my love.
1: Still. That's how we say steel in Utah. Right. Still.
2: It's still, still my love. Still my love. <laughs> hey, um, I know that this kind of pulls and isolates some people, but I don't know how else to explain the kind of hairstyle that Casey has on uh, Yellowstone. Mm. Is that a mullet or is that oh, uh, when he really takes?
1: That's a really good mullet.
2: Is that what it is? Yeah.
1: That's okay. a really good mullet. Now, that's a cowboy mullet.
2: It is a cowboy mullet. And it's. Uh, But when he takes off his hat, it's all long on top too. You know, I mean, it's not short on top. It's not. It's almost like he's just grown it out, but he he sort of, uh, you know, puts it behind his his ears ears type of thing. Uh, So when he's got his cowboy hat, I think I. uh, Do you want to be excused to go and? uh, (laughs) (laughs) When you started talking about that man, whenever
1: he's on screen, I'm just looking at his hair, going, "Oh my gosh!
2: Isn't it? uh, See,
1: and people love Rip." And Rip's good, but Casey is just
2: yeah. it. Yeah, there are a lot of good characters on there. People, you know, uh, I think what I love makes Beth
1: that, when she's in a good fight.
2: Yeah, I think the reason that that show has done so well is I, I, I think a lot of people try to relate what character that they that they're kind of you know that they can relate to that they connect uh, connect with the character. Uh, like, right now, I'm on a Jimmy character kick. Oh, you, you know? feel like you're Jimmy? <laughs> 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 I just kind of feel like, my gosh, that guy. <laughs>
1: I just wish I was as badass as Beth is.
2: Yeah. And it's one of those. Uh, anyway, so talking about the mullet. Okay. There is a hairstylist in Michigan uh, now, and uh, now known for giving people mullets. She says the hairstyle is getting so popular, it actually may be the only uh, haircut that she does in the foreseeable future here.
1: That is something that I really love about the mullet is that there is no gender to it, really. There can be a more masculine look or a more feminine look, but overall, the hairstyle in general can can definitely suit all genders.
2: Now, have you seen the... Do you like the mullet on a Mm -hmm. woman?
1: Uh... I don't want to offend any of our mullet women.
2: Well, they're just lesbians.
1: <laughs> I like them on I men. I like, them, I'm on, not saying the, I like you, them on men. I I don't know. I mean, yeah, I like them on men. It's fine. You can wear your hair however you want to wear your hair.
2: Well, sure. I mean, it, and that's everybody. I mean, that's the way it is. There is no, I'm just saying, Uh, you know, because that's what that hairstylist was saying. There's no real gender to it. It's sort of, uh, you can do it on anybody.
1: Now, they've traced it back to Native American people. From uh, the northeastern corner of Oregon, Chief Joseph, a member of the Nez Perce Indians of that area, kept a mullet of spiky bangs in the front, braids on the side, and long hair in the back. Uh, he wore it like this despite the pressure from white settlers to cut it. For him, it was not just about dissent and defiance, but it was also a collective expression of nationhood.
2: That's where it
1: that's that's where, where it my inner,
2: That's where my inner mullet is from.
1: She says, Ashley, this girl you're talking about, says that uh, something I really love about the mullet is there is no gender to it. There can be a more masculine, masculine look or a more feminine, feminine look. Yeah. Overall, the hairstyle in general can definitely suit all generals or genders. Uh, Mullets are so popular. She says she may have to give up doing any other kind of haircut Hmm. to accommodate all the appointments.
2: It is. uh, It's pretty crazy now. And Casey doesn't really have a perm on his either in the movie. You can tell it's just sort of a really thick, just kind of a thick cowboy uh, thing. Um, but I'm just going to, and I get this a lot. Uh, you know, people will say, how long are you going to do that thing? You're
1: just going <laughs> to keep it, aren't you?
2: And I'm just going to keep it, I think, for a yeah. while. I, you know, I don't have any, uh, you know, at first I did. At first I thought, well, I'm only going to keep it till it gets to summertime, and then I'm just going to shave that sucker off because it's, It's not going to be able to cut it, uh, you know, with all of the heat and everything. And I just, uh, I've just hung on to it. Now, was it miserable
1: in the summer? No.
4: You didn't even really notice uh, it. No.
2: No, it wasn't that bad. Anyway, uh, a mullet talk this morning. Uh, But if you do see a woman with a mullet, she's most likely driving a Subaru.
3: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow.
2: (laughs) And we love you. (laughs) <laughs> uh, how how many uh how many subarus we got on the road this morning
3: <laughs> well we've got a few and then- it's
2: morgan wall and sand in my boots on uh, z104 you know we were talking about how salt lake city made the list for uh the m- most desirable place to live uh as far as home prices and buy a increase
1: house. yeah
2: uh, to buy a house um let's move to the sinful side of things on the other side, uh, the most sinful cities in America, you can only, I mean, we, we, it even has the nickname of Sin City. So you know what's going to top the top of the list. Um, Las Vegas, <laughs> number one for sin.
1: Uh, now, they base these stats, uh, WalletHub.com based these stats on how they correspond to the seven deadly sins. Uh, Las Vegas uh, won overall. Uh, wrath is one of the seven deadly sins. Uh, based on things like violent crimes and shootings, the top city is St. Louis.
2: Jealousy, based on things like fraud and identity theft. Top city, uh, Little Rock, Arkansas.
1: Gluttony, based on things like obesity rates, binge drinking rates, and drug use, the top city is St. Louis once again. <laughs> wow.
2: Uh, greed, based on things like casinos lower uh, and lower charity numbers. Reno, Nevada.
1: Lust. Based on things like strip clubs per capita and porn searches. Utah. No, I'm kidding. The top city is Houston.
2: Wow. Uh, Vanity. Based on things like tanning salons, plastic surgery. Of course, course, uh, it doesn't surprise us that Los Angeles comes in there.
1: Sloth. Slothfulness. Based on things like exercise rates and average work hours. Uh, The top city there is Baton Rouge, Louisiana.
2: Top city in uh, Utah, Farmington, Utah.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. More, more Sorry specifically. Sorry I brought the numbers down.
2: <laughs> Deb the Sloth.
1: Yep. Overall, St. Louis is the runner-up to Las Vegas as the most sinful, followed by Houston, L.A., Denver, Philly, Atlanta, Miami, Chicago, and Memphis.
2: And then of the 182 cities that they did consider, at least five were the least sinful, were Port St. Lucia, Florida.
1: Fremont, California.
2: Columbia, Maryland.
1: Cape Coral, Florida.
2: And then Pearl City, Hawaii. Love that. So least sinful. U.S. Army updates their fitness test after 41 years. We'll go ahead and uh, give you the list coming up here in just a few uh, minutes into the eight o'clock hour and see if you, as we go through this list, if that's something that you could actually pass for the uh, fitness test nope. on the Z. I
1: tell you right now, nope.
2: <laughs> right now, let's see if you can pass the test to figure out how to get Keith Urban tickets. It's 8 o'clock. We do this four times a day. Eight, noon, two, and four. And all you have to do uh, right now is figure out what Keith Urban is uh, saying here uh, or what uh, the Urban version of one of the Keith Urban songs Uh,
1: One, two, three, baby, don't think twice. Twice. Just like that, got a brand new life. life. Hop in this truck truck and run through the red red lights. Lights. Yeah, where you want to go, baby, Baby, name the town. town. We can go up north, we can go down south. Roll down the windows windows with the radio loud. loud.
0: All right. Broadcasting from the Bullfrogs Boss Studios, <laughs> ASOP-FM Salt Lake City. Call now to go urban for Keith. 570-5767. 570-5767. Look at you, this homegirl. My
1: girl can rap. My God <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, We need
2: to have you do more of those then. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Couple minutes after 8 o'clock, hit the phones while we hit the roads. Lee? Morning, the Z. Who is this?
0: This is Riley. Riley. Riley.
2: Yep. How the heck are you, man?
0: I'm good. How are you guys?
2: Right on, doing good. Uh, are you ready to play a little Keith Urban? Going Urban for Keith. Uh, I'm ready. All right. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and <laughs> and get you. You want to hear it one more time? You want to hear yeah. it? All right. All right. Here it is again. We'll go ahead and roll it down the line I do. to you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if anybody ever thinks, do you guys like listening to yourself? Well, Deb does. <laughs>
1: no, so, I, I really here don't.
0: <laughs> there <but.
2: laughs> it is. So here it is for you.
1: One, two, three, baby, don't think twice. twice. Just like Dad that, got a brand new life. life. Hop in this truck, truck and run through the red, red lights. lights. Yeah, where you want to go, baby, baby, name the town. town. We can go up north, north. We can go down south. south. Roll down the windows, windows with the radio loud. <laughs> 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 Remember
2: when we used to be talented? Yeah.
1: Remember <laughs> when we used to be able to rap? I don't
2: even. I don't even know if that's a stretch to be say oh, to say talented. Wait a yeah. minute. Riley, what's, do you know what
0: song it is? Um, the
1: radio down. You
0: got to fly. Oh my gosh. Uh,
1: that's not the exact title, judges. I thought he
2: said. Say it again.
1: You're going to fly? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to fly. You're going to fly. Winner, Riley, good job. Woo! You're going to see Keith with Ingrid Andrus on September 15th at USANA. Tickets go on sale Friday, but you're already a winner. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm talking about. That's right.
2: That's what we're talking about, buddy. What is
1: your favorite Keith song? Um...
0: I like that one. I think mean, that's a good one. All right,
1: that, that one made one. you a winner, so it's a good one to have as your favorite.
2: you going to fly.
1: He's got, a lot, though. He's got like a dozen contenders. Yeah, the guys from Locash wrote that song.
2: Oh, I so didn't know that. They yeah, made that's a lot cool. of money off of that. Oh, my gosh, that's cool. Well, that's. Uh, uh, and. Uh, no wonder those guys are so cool. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, we're going to do it again at noon, two, and four. We, uh, you just uh, snagged the pair of eight a.m. tickets, Riley, and we're happy for you. And we hope you don't have anything planned for September fifteenth of twenty twenty two yet.
0: No, that's my mom's birthday. Maybe
1: I can take oh, my mom. Oh, you and mom. Oh that man, is perfect.
2: You guys There's gonna fly? Yeah. Hey, right. uh, we're going to go into our shout outs. Do you want to do any shout outs uh, on the radio? Uh,
5: uh, no. All That's okay. Right. <laughs> He's
2: probably going, I really don't know of anybody that listens to you guys, so it really wouldn't do any oh, good.
0: I do. I do. I listen to you guys every day, so I know I do. I do uh, my all part. Right.
2: Well, a shout out to you then
0: morning. Shout outs with Dave and Dem.
1: C104. All right. Uh, Becca Mahosky says, Shout out to my son who finished senior year yesterday and has chosen to serve our country.
2: Wait a minute. They finished ear- early he then?
1: I graduated early. Good oh, for that's him. That's cool. Uh, Jolene Sturzenegger says, Shout out to those who've cared for me at home as I returned to work today after breast cancer surgery. Uh, to those who held the fort down at work and to the Z for helping keep my spirits up.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: Jolene, we are so happy for you. You are a warrior. We love you, and we're glad you're doing better.
2: You kicked it. You did yep. it. Nice job.
1: Uh, let's see. Um, shout out. To, how about a shout-out to the Utah boys competing in the NFR? All first place in the rough stock positions last night were from our Utah boys. Oh, I love that. Um, keep cheering them on. Good NFR job. NFR
2: going on down there in Vegas.
1: Stetson Wright, Casey Field, Ryder Wright. I'm not sure.
2: The Wright boy, Boys Who is else what you. Else? Yeah.
1: Uh, but congratulations. Uh, shout out to the Gilmore Girls heading to Vegas for the NFR and Reba and Brooks and Dunn. Safe travels. Also, shout out to Utah's Casey Field tearing it up in the bare back. Good yes. for you. Yes. How about, uh, let's see. Um, uh, can I please give a shout out to my Mamacita? Happy 60th birthday. Thanks for all you do. We love you. From Kim Walgren. And uh, let's see. Uh, shout out to Mrs. Florea. We let's see, Mrs. Florea. We got to see your baby via ultrasound today. Love you from Joe Florea. Congratulations, you That's guys. That's always fun. Shout out to my husband Ron for uh, just being just, being just being amazing. Oh, shout out to Stephanie Reed from Ashley Soto. She's an amazing person, friend, and hospice nurse. Shout out to my son and his ninth grade. Basketball team for making it to the championship game on Wednesday. Go Patriots! Shout out to the men and women in our armed forces on this day of remembrance for Pearl Harbor. Yes, uh, Bryce Pryor says, uh, Shout out to the Ward family in malad Idaho. Bronte Houghton says, Shout out to Colette. She needs a date this week if anyone's interested. <laughs> okay, hey, the <they're> lonely girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we've got some birthdays. Sam Delaney, uh, Shane Tafoya, Dawson Llewellyn. Donnie Hackney, Kathy Smith, Lana Atkinson, and Heather Poulson. Anybody else that's having a birthday today, happy, happy birthday.
0: Okay, let's get started. You'll have to bear with me. I'm still a little fuzzy. So, what do you want to do?
3: You're going to have an amazing, amazing time. This could be the best thing
0: that's ever happened to us. No, 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 no. I'm actually kind of ready to party right now. Let's go wild. Now you're talking.
2: baby there you are you know it used to be that i could go and urinate in less than 60 <laughs> seconds
0: <laughs> and
2: i looked at the rest of the song nope. and there was a remaining uh, it was like a minute 42 seconds I got, I got plenty of time and then i'm like
1: you got back in here with like two seconds left yeah in the fade
2: and i'm looking down in the urinal i'm going come on buddy I'm thinking, really, a dribble?
1: Didn't we read a thing one a time dribble? that it takes, you, it takes the average person 22 seconds to pee?
2: Yeah, 17 or 22 seconds, something like that. And now
1: you're like in a solid two minutes. I'm a, <laughs> and,
2: and I'm standing there at the urinal, and I'm looking down. I'm going, come on, you can do it. And I'm thinking, you felt like you had to go to the bathroom, but then when you go in there, it's just unfortunate that you don't. I, I used to be able to pee like a horse, man. Not anymore. And and, uh, I don't know what the deal is. I'm looking down there, and I'm like, are you kidding me? This is going to take... I'm going to miss the song. I'm going to miss the whole thing, and Deb's going to have to open up her own microphone and talk if I don't hurry this thing up here a little bit. Hey, uh, Kane Brown, he's pretty jacked, right? Think he could do this? Listen to this. The Army updates its fitness test after 41 years. So since 1980... The U.S. Army fitness test has been sort of simple. It's uh, consisted of two minutes of sit-ups, two minutes of push-ups, and a two-mile run. Now, I, I could do that, even with a dribble going on. The new U.S. Army fitness test requirements, here it is. Deadlift. Um, so the, the deadlift, I think we all know that. That's just lifting right off the ground. I won't explain each one of these because it'll take too long. Uh, but they have to do three reps of 140 pounds. Standing power row. Now, throwing a 10 pound medicine ball a distance of about 15 feet.
1: Oh, my gosh. Hand release push up. Two minutes of these special push ups, a minimum of 10.
2: Now, what they mean by hand release is you have to, you know, you have to cross. Yeah, you have I've to got release your, yeah. The
1: bad shoulder. There's no way. <laughs> Can
2: do that one, Deb. I'm pretty sure. As I'm looking at this whole list,
1: that's that's the only one I
2: can do. (laughs) You don't have to justify one of them because of a bad shoulder. My whole left side's going
1: (laughs) to crumble under this arm.
2: (laughs) They're just going to look at you when you came in. They're like, "Look, we have an office job for you." Uh, The uh, now we talked about that. Okay, what about the sprint, drag, carry? Now, it's five 50-meter shuttles involving, among other things, a sled drag, carrying a medicine ball, and then also sprinting.
1: All right. The plank with leg tucks. Minimum plank time of two minutes, nine seconds.
2: Now, this is also kind of known as the mountain climber, in case you're wondering. A two-mile run. Now, you have to; com- it has to be completed in under 21 minutes for a two-mile run. I mean, that's an 11-minute mile, a 10- or t- 11-minute mile. Which basically means that you'd be going about uh, five miles an hour, six miles an hour, something like that, close to it.
1: Absolutely no On way. On the treadmill. I know it's not a surprise, but there's no way I could do that.
2: Because your shoulder?
1: No, no. no
2: just... This is just a
1: run. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with my shoulder. Uh, if there was one activity that would sink you or hurt you, which might it be? Uh, would you just so do all old, of the above? So the old test, we just read all the new tests, uh, was... Like Dave said, two minutes of sit ups, two minutes of push ups, and a two mile run, so it's it's pretty different now,
2: yeah, a little more extensive, and you can kind of tell what they're trying to do they They obviously want to know can you uh can you carry a heavy backpack, can you carry you know ammo gear guns, can you carry uh a person if you needed to? can you lift somebody can you, you help know help your buddy, yeah so, uh, pretty extensive. A little bit more extensive. After 41 years, they reevaluated. Uh, evaluated
1: yeah. Marta Erickson said, uh, "My dad has the same problem, but he has an infection. He's on antibiotics and uh, and is going in for a prostate exam."
2: Well, thanks for that.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, why don't you just come out and say, "Yeah, my dad has the same thing. He's 84 years old." <laughs> My-
1: she, she kind of just did. Yeah.
2: Jeez. You might
3: have an infection, Yo, Dave. No, without
2: saying it. Why don't you just come out and say it? Yeah. Yeah. My grandpa had the
3: dreaded UTI. Yeah.
2: Yeah. My grandpa had that, but he's dead now. So yeah. That's uh, oh okay. Thanks for that A little bit of encouragement.
1: Your- Marnica says her dad's only seventy three. Uh, <laughs> 36 and cloudy downtown. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know I've still got a few more years. <laughs> Just a couple. Yeah,
2: Dump It or Dig It coming up next.
1: New song from a new artist, and we've got tickets for Luminaria tomorrow night at Thanksgiving Point. Oh,
2: sweet.
0: Time now for Dave and Deb's Dump It or Dig It.
2: Oh, uh, we've all heard of the saying, right? Love will make you blind.
1: <laughs> That's what they tell the young man in these for the strength of youth pamphlet. They
2: did. Love will make you blind. Oh, you that's self-love, Jeff. Oh, wait, that's oh, yeah. self-love. Oh, yeah,
1: completely different.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, that turned. That just went the other direction really oh, yeah. fast.
1: All right, it's from Kaylee Rose. It's called Love Makes You Blind. She is from. She, Freak. She is, she's from Florida. Uh, she now lives in Nashville. She has opened for Morgan Wallen. She's played the Spotlight Stage at CMA Fest, uh, and uh, we want to know what you think about her latest song called Love Makes You Blind. Text us 801-570-5767. Uh, We'll pick somebody to win—not two, but three tickets. Yeah, we have a little extra floater ticket. We do, uh, but you can bring
2: along that third wheel. Yeah,
1: bring your third (laughs) wheel. I'm available. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Uh, that lonely girl. (laughs) Uh, Three tickets now. You have to make an appointment for this, so these are already appoint. These are yeah. already ticketed, uh, which is nice.
2: You've already got a reserved time slot to go tom-
1: tomorrow night, Wednesday night, nine p.m. at Thanksgiving Point. Uh, Dave went to see Luminaria, said it's amazing. So, yes,
2: yeah, um, so this is uh, you'll absolutely love this, and uh, leave an hour or two uh, to just go through and stroll and uh, totally enjoy the uh, Luminaria out there.
1: So, text uh, us, dump it or dig it, eight zero one five seven zero five seven six seven, and
2: if you have strong forearms. You can go ahead and call that same number into the studio and be able to let us know what you think about love is love makes you blind. It's Kay- Kaylee Rose on the Z. Got a short fuse
5: when I let loose. I'm zero to a hundred. Got a mind and a mouth on me and it always says what's on it. But you find the peace. Where I look for war And when you should have had enough of me You want more Well if love yeah you say i'm the best thing that's happened to you laughing when i'm crying only you get me laughing i'm a handful to handle but you do it well cause i get hypnotized walking around under my spell well if love makes you blind i hope you never ever open up your eyes where i
2: spending a lot of time in your bedroom lately.
1: Johnny, don't do it you'll go blind.
2: It's Kaylee Rose. Oh my gosh this is just totally, totally ruined. We want to know what you you think about the song. It's Kaylee Rose and Love Makes You Blind.
1: Uh, I'm digging this. Her voice is beautiful from Kara. Natalie Dance absolutely dig it. Uh, uh, Christy Camp, dump it. Chelsea Giles pretty voice, I dig it. Will Daybell says dump it. Steph Broberg is digging it. Rachel, dig it. I like the beat. Uh, Amy White, big fat dump. Uh, uh, oh, come on. Daniel Nielsen, this is a good one. Uh, Kelly Gurman, have to dump it. Sorry, Ashley Divini, Uh Didn't think I'd like it, but I do. Uh, dig it. Marlene Mace, I just saw this on TikTok last night, and I love it. it has a Colby Collier vibe. Um, wow, this girl's uh, got it going on. Absolutely dig it. Robin Moran, dig it. Uh, Angela Rotzler says... Uh dig it. Um Paula Blackburn digging it. Charlotte Lyman uh dig it, but I'm still trying to erase the image you guys have put in my <laughs> well, head.
2: That's not, <laughs> that's not my fault. That's dad.
1: <laughs> Jessica Ingberson uh says dig it. James, it's okay, small dig. Pretty voice, but dump the song. TJ Michael Sandoval says dig it. Bob Hampton says dump it. Tim Burgess, dig it all the way. Um Lauren Anson says dig it. So cute. Uh Delaney says dig it Uh OMG awesome. Caleb Smith says I'll dig it. Ben Hutchins digging it. Uh Matt Russell kinda zoned out. Didn't pay attention. Dump it, uh, but her voice is a dig. Lee Butters says dig it. It's so good. Rhett Waters, it took a while to decide, but I'll dig it. Um and uh I'm gonna say, do you wanna do some phone calls?
2: No, because nobody called.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right. I was
2: hoping you wouldn't ask. We were just gonna try to skim over that.
1: Uh April says dump it. Ray Ann Moore says, dump it. Stacey Haslam, digging it. Ray Ann Moore. Oh, I already read that one. Yeah. Kip Leonard, digging it. I'm going to say 75-25 um, for well. Love Katie Makes Rose. You Blind by Kaylee Rose. And um, our winner for the three, not the two, but the three uh, Luminaria tickets. Which uh, is, for- you
2: know, really good because then, uh, you know, you got a kid. You got uh, yeah. you got that lonely neighbor.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kirsten Strong is our winner. Kirsten, I will text you, and we will get these tickets to you. We'll have another dump it or dig it tomorrow morning, eight twenty, right here on Z one hundred four.
2: Absolutely love Luminaria out there at Thanksgiving Point. Uh, it just gets uh, bigger and bigger and bigger every year. It's really cool. Uh, I don't. Uh, I have no. I have no idea. It would be kind of fun to find out how many lights they have up in that. If if anybody's even really counted, but. Uh, um, it really is a cool thing. If you haven't, uh, it'll put you in the Christmas spirit. That's for sure. Susie Bogus and two step around the Christmas oh, tree. Oh
1: Yeah. Rolling back the rug, dancing I think, around the tree. I think
2: there's a double meaning there. Roll back the rug <laughs> and honey, let's two step around the Christmas <laughs> tree. He takes the a Christmas off? tree. Yes, it is. <laughs> Cause you know what Christmas trees are made out of. Real Christmas trees are made out of. <laughs> Honey, hey, let's roll back the rug
1: and two-step around that. Take your two off, Bob. Christmas tree.
2: <laughs> um, hey, speaking of which, there's a new trend. If you put a Christmas tree in your bedroom, it's going to improve your sex life.
1: Yeah, roll back the rug right there. Yeah. So a store that sells trees in the UK uh, commissioned a study that found more couples are putting Christmas trees in their bedrooms... To improve their sex life.
2: Now they claim uh, one in six couples are doing it this year because it provides a more romantic atmosphere. They say, and the pine smell is part of it. So real trees are better than the fake ones. Uh, you know, if obviously uh, you could uh, go ahead and uh, just make, put a little bit of wood. Put you're a little make a wood, wood joke. Put a little wood. <laughs> I knew
1: you were going to make a wood joke.
2: <laughs> if you just real wood, if is you put a little better than fake. Wood. If you put a little <laughs> <laughs> especially if it's scented with uh, like pine. So if you scent that uh but but they're saying it just makes the whole romantic thing Now there's come a together.
1: there's a completely logical explanation for this. Of a course spokesperson there is. for the company says, quote, "It connects us with nature. It reminds us of our earliest ancestors who slept and made love
2: in the woods.
1: Outdoors." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Honey, is that a pine needle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so give it a shot. I might have to go down to Evan's family farm, grab me another little piece of wood. Yeah,
1: put it in your bedroom, Yeah, babe.
2: stick that sucker right up there. and I'm pretty sure that we're going to be two-stepping around the Christmas tree all, all holiday long. <laughs> and um, this is something else. You know, uh, just so you guys know, Some people think that I'm on Viagra, you know, and stuff like that. They're like
1: Cialis or whatever. Or something like that. Yeah.
2: And, you know, and they, they, because it's like the the ongoing, what did you? Flomax. Yeah.
1: It's a. If I were on Flomax,
2: I'd be able to. Of
1: medications. Not
2: stand in. I would be able to stand in front of the urinal in in less time than I do if I was on Flomax. But they're saying that um, taking Viagra can actually cut your Alzheimer's risk. Now, what was I talking about?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Researchers at the Cleveland Clinic have been trying to figure out if any drugs already approved by the FDA could help with Alzheimer's. And generic Viagra looks very promising.
2: So, uh, if for some reason you felt some blindness coming on in your teenage years...
1: (laughs) Don't do it, Johnny. They went, they, You'll go blind. They went
2: through more than 7 million medical records and found that men who were on a Viagra were much less likely to develop Alzheimer's over a six-year period.
1: Bob's still got a mind like a steel trap.
2: <laughs> and he can't even make it through the door sideways. It's the one stat they listed is perfect, too. Older guys who took Viagra on a regular basis cut their risk. By what sixty nine percent? That's a
1: handy little number. Isn't that a handy that's little a number? A handy little number to, yeah. to talk about. Not Seventy. Nope. Sixty
2: nine percent. I wonder who
3: put that. I wonder who put that poll together. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> that particular. <laughs> uh, my gosh, honey, I. Uh, <clears throat> not only can I go for four days in a row, <laughs> but I can remember all of it too.
1: Oh, it's man. a great combination. <laughs> did I remember the bread and milk? You, you bet betcha I, I did. did.
2: <laughs> you betcha. In fact, I don't have anything in my hands, and I'm carrying the bread and milk <laughs> oh my God. down the aisle. Dang.
0: I got David. two gallons. I got two
2: oh. gallons of milk oh. and two oh. loaves. Two loaves of bread oh. and nothing in my hands. <laughs> Oh. oh, it's amazing! Love this. I can remember what's on the list, and
0: all
2: you have to do is just give a little hip hip swing, and you can do self checkout just like that. Anyway, oh my gosh! All right, we uh, we're moving on to our uh, morning commute here. Honey, can you remember where I hung my hat?
3: Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I found it. Oh, it.
2: oh, it's right here.
1: Do you I'll know where danged. my basket is? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh
2: yeah. I'll be I'll be dinged. <laughs> Terry Church on Z one hundred and four and hard on fire.
1: Man, I love Joanna Cotton singing with him. I heard what you said. Yeah,
2: no, no, seriously. <laughs> it's heart yeah. Now, who's with Joanna tea, Cotton? Dave.
1: She's uh, her, his backup vocalist, oh. and she oh, okay. is uh ma She like makes the show, makes the song.
2: It is that a, Love a, a really good uh, combination. There, just about nine o'clock, we have our final look at traffic coming up here in just a second. Uh, I don't know how uh, Santa does, does it, and we try to figure this out every year. But how does he do it all in one night? Uh, top kids theories. Uh, these are the, uh, I mean, they actually did a survey uh, of hundreds and hundreds of kids, and they asked how they think Santa gets through all those houses in one night.
1: And these are the 10 most popular theories. Uh, special keys that can open any door in the world to any house in the world. Makes sense. Yeah. Right? I like it. It's
2: kind of like Amazon being able to enter anybody's <laughs>
1: It's It uses area. Amazon key. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, he uses the chimney. Uh, we were surprised special keys beat out the chimney one here, but it's because fewer people have them uh, these days, uh, as far as the chimneys go. Because there are some chimneys that if you look at it and you're thinking, hmm, I don't know. You know, like you have a gas fireplace, and I have a gas fireplace, yeah. and so some of those chimneys are a little bit hard to come down. But Well, uh,
1: thus the next answer magic
2: absolutely just
1: plain old magic is how santa does it
2: teleportation uh you know because he has really? to look he has all to be teleported in your
1: living room yeah boom uh number five he can walk through walls
2: uh and here's the other one now these are all coming from kids keep in mind he just moves really fast and i can see, you know he does you'd have to have well you'd
1: have to because you've got to do the whole world well, in one night
2: you have a you have to have a fair amount of uh, bucked up energy drinks in your absolutely to get through that all that.
1: Uh, lots of help from the elves is how he does it.:
2: uh, He can freeze time, he, so he, you know it's like, we're, we're just going to get all this done. We don't notice it, but he can freeze time, so:
1: He puts everyone in the world to sleep. Maybe he sprinkles magic dust across the world. He puts everybody to sleep till he's done.
2: I would like him to do that the other 364
1: (laughs) nights. I need trouble sleeping every night. I
2: need a little magic dust. That would be great. Uh, And then the 10th one here of the top 10, gift stations set up in every country so he doesn't have to carry everything, you know, with him. Sure. It's like an Amazon
1: distribution center. Yes. For Italy. These kids are smart. For Bosnia and for, you know.
2: They're smart, man. They've got it all figured out, just like having, uh, you know, you just go and pick it up at the different stations.
1: Uh, the poll also found 40% of kids have seen Santa and 42% of them have heard him up on the roof before. Yeah. Up on the housetop.
2: Yep, reindeer paws. The reindeer paws. That reminds me of a song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
2: Do we uh, click, do we have Click. T-
1: click. Do- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, wait, give me a minute here. Uh, Let me see if I can't find that one song that is, it's a special song that we reserve. On the Mm
1: housetop.
2: Don't have it right now. I'm going to go talk about the top five. Here's some of the top five other things that kids should know about Santa. Like, for instance, the reason you saw him kissing uh, mommy is because they're both trapped in non moving. Furniture, relationships, and marriages. (laughs) Uh, He grew the beard to hide plastic surgery scars from a botched procedure in Tijuana. Uh, The other things that kids should know about Santa, he has a a backup vehicle just in case he gets sleigh-jacked in Chicago. Uh, He keeps a long list of kids who've been naughty, a longer list of kids who've been nice, and a giant list for kids who've been fathered by Nick Cannon. (laughs) (laughs) and the final and top reason that kids other things that kids should know about santa ho 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 are also his uh, nicknames for kim chloe and courtney (laughs) and deb uh just keeping it on the dl this morning dustin lynch uh how about some of the things that we do now uh, think about like paying for somebody else's parking meter this is something that you're thinking okay uh, is that, there's nothing wrong with that, is there?
1: Well, uh, we have a list of 10 things that are illegal, but really aren't ethically wrong. And that's one of them.
2: That's unbelievable. Somebody on the internet, they put together this whole thing. And of course, you know, the internet's true. Everything on the internet is true. So just keep that in mind. Uh, a lot of gray areas and How nuances. About
1: credentialing laws for things that don't carry much danger if you do them incorrectly? Like, for example, requiring a license to be a florist. I mean, I guess you should probably be trained in how to keep your flowers fresher and how to make the best arrangement. And
2: so what would you do? Ask for some. Hey, can I see your license?
1: Yeah, are you a can licensed I your- florist?
2: I want to see your. Show me your floral license. But
1: some of those laws do exist.
2: Uh, that number one one was the paying for somebody else's parking meter, which is. I could totally, look, uh, I've never heard of anybody being prosecuted for throwing an extra quarter or something into it. Now, you have to d- kind of do it on your phone now. At least in downtown Salt Lake City, it's it's all a booth thing. Yeah. You know?
1: They're, they don't even have the I don't physical even see, meters, do they?
2: Well, they do, do they? in front of Eccles Theater. Oh, because
1: you got a ticket.
2: Because I was given permission to park there. Did, they, you, ever,
1: did you ever get that solved? Yeah, I had to pay it. No way. Yeah. Ha huh.
2: It would have been this long process of having to prove that it was designated for something or other, and and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. It's just that we got permission. They put a little bag over the meter saying, "Hey, this is this is what we've approved," and they ticketed me for parking with a bag over the meter, which said that you could do that anyway. It was weird, um, but paying for somebody else's parking ticket. Now, pirating media that isn't available for purchase in your area. You weren't going to uh you get get money money either way or making photocopies of sheet music.
1: Yeah, I always worried about that one. Cuz I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can copy this Kenny Chesney song with guitar chords on it. What
2: about the ward choir leader that buys <laughs> <Right>? one copy,
1: <laughs> right? And
2: then she photocopies the whole thing for the whole choir.
1: Oh boy, she's going to she's hell. She's going to hell. She's not only is she going to hell, she's going to jail. Yeah, she is. Loitering in a park. Um, where it says no loitering, isn't the point of a park to loiter? Yeah, hang out.
2: What, is, right? is Somebody going to be around, and they're going to be the park monitor police. No loitering. Uh, yeah, we've noticed you've been here for forty-five minutes. Uh, is there a chance <laughs> <that> you, <laughs> you, could you kinda, can kind of
1: sit for two minutes on the bench, and then
2: and you're going to have to move along. You're out. Uh, nobody stays in the park longer than should. Uh walking and crosswalk the street on the on a red light as a pedestrian when there are no cars around. Oh my gosh.
1: Okay. I would
2: have uh I would have been thrown in jail a long time ago if I would have gotten a And I and and look look I am I'm super lazy when it comes to that. I a prime example.
1: I'm not waiting for this green light.
2: Well, yeah, and and the fact that you walk another 50 feet to your right to go across the crosswalk and I'm like nobody's coming.
1: <laughs> David. And I
2: I just like jaywalking. and I just yeah.
1: Uh, this is kind of, this is a, this is a hard one. Uh, withdrawal of care for terminal illness. You know, grandpa is terminal. You're like, just, we're just going to let him go. Uh, assisted suicide in general.
2: Um, have you ever had to do that? Have you ever been at the, I've had, I've been at the bedside of my,
1: yeah, my mom.
2: Yeah. I've been at the bedside of my dad. Same way where we. He could not communicate except for maybe uh, squeezing our hand or something like that, and yeah. that's what we asked. We it finally came down with some siblings standing around. We said, "Look, Dad, do you, you please show us, uh, you know, squeeze our hand, do something if you want to just move on to the other side." And and he did, and it was uh, it was uh, the most moving but yet heartbreaking thing to see. Yeah,
1: that's that's, that's a weird. tough one. Uh, prostitution. Well, Everyone no, I... does it for free. Why shouldn't you be able to get paid? Uh, especially when you can get paid if you film it.
2: Now, how much do you get paid? <laughs> would...
1: Nobody. Do you? Nobody. I No, I wouldn't get anything. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. There's a special website
2: for it, though. <laughs> Morning radio show host.
1: <laughs> no. Nobody wants to see that. Take... I would have no takers.
2: <laughs> Taking food uh, from an employer. When it's about to get thrown away anyway.
1: And does this hit a nerve, Dave? It does. Stealing food or other items from a dumpster or garbage can.
2: Now, this really... uh, Sorry
1: to bring that up again. hmm,
2: Boy, this can open a a can of corn dogs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. Now, have you ever gone into a place where, like Maverick is one?
1: Yes. uh, We've been in there before and said... We've seen them, they're going to throw away, and we're like, we're, Six we, burritos. we brought home a, a, home here a whole bag of burritos from Maverick, because yeah. they were expired, the time-wise. Now, I don't want to get delicious. them in trouble,
2: I don't want to get them in trouble, because they, it's saying here that, because there are some places of business, they'll say, we can't, we legally can't give you the food, I, because I'll go in, and and they've got a stack of burgers you, you or something. What you got for free? Yeah. And I don't do this as much now, but I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you walk into Wendy's. Hey, you got the expired chili back there?
2: <laughs> well, I hate to see him. I, I, it just breaks my. Okay, this happened to me, and all right, and it's up at the. Uh, I'll just go ahead and give you. It was up at the jazz game, and where the media is and stuff like that, and they had prime rib, they had it was it was oh my gosh, it was a layout of food like you can't believe, and they. At a certain time they chucked it into the garbage. And I was Oh no. It I for some reason there is something about me inside that I just when I saw all that delicious food go into the garbage, I was I was thinking, is there any way I could just dig it back out and put it in my backpack? Uh anyway, it it it, it kills me. Especially to see super high-quality, expensive food just get chucked. But they're like, no, can't do it. I says, are you kidding me? And it even kills the workers. You can tell. They're like, we would love to take it home ourselves, but, you know.
1: Yeah, I'd probably break that rule once in a while. And yes. It's dumb to risk your job for a piece of prime rib, but,
2: but you, I might you, do it. You do it.
1: <laughs> uh, sleeping in your car can be illegal, but it's not really ethically wrong. Okay. Maybe you don't have anywhere else to sleep, and but it is illegal.
2: Now, they say drinking at 20 years old and 364 days. So, in other words, one day before your 21st birthday, drinking. These are the things that are illegal but are really not ethically wrong.
1: Some laws are in place to promote a general basis of personal safety and protection of property, even though individual cases may not seem immoral. Uh, In fact, they may not even be strictly enforced to the letter of the law. They're just in place because... Of safety issues. Yeah.
2: Wow. There you go. Doesn't seem like it would be that big of a deal.
1: Uh, Jen Archuleta says My relative got fired from a grocery store because she would take the meat from the garbage handed out to her college friends. Uh, instead of taking the garbage bag to the dumpster, she took it to her car and got fired. Wow. Uh, I just got notified Legacy Southbound at a standstill in Davis County. Uh, nothing on UDOT, but then they texted back. Three semis and a car in the left southbound lane. Stay to the right to get through on southbound Legacy, Davis County. Uh, Thank you. Good
2: to know. Thanks for passing that along to us. Back in a bit, Battle of the Sex is coming up here at the bottom of the hour. And we have a family four-pack of Bar J. Wrangler's uh, tickets to their Christmas concert and farewell tour concert coming up tomorrow night at Kingsbury Hall. Uh incredible prize and we uh hope you have a chance to hang around with us and win that. Laney Wilson doing Christmas cookies. Of course you're uh, familiar with George Strait doing that song, but man, she does a great job of it. Really doing it. Hey, what does count really what do, what do you really count as Christmas songs? Is that one of those staples?
1: Oh yeah. I That's think what I so. Think. Um, Hard Candy Christmas is from Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, the movie, and it's not really about Christmas, but people consider it a Christmas. It's kind of yeah. like Die Hard. People consider Die Hard a Christmas movie because like, it takes place during the Christmas holiday.
2: Here's another one. Like, what about Wham's Last Christmas? Oh
1: yes, you
2: like that one, right?
1: That's like my f- one. Of, well, I want My yeah, maybe my faves. favorite. Yeah.
2: You of all time, really?
1: Yes. I love that song. Now, my friend plays Whamageddon every Christmas on Facebook. And you're supposed to avoid hearing Last Christmas by Wham. And if you don't, if you get through the season without hearing it, you're the winner. And so on her Facebook page, you post, like, oh, I was at Macy's and I heard it
0: oh.
2: on
1: Thursday at 2.30. I'm out.
2: Does anybody ever make it through the whole holiday um, season? Or, yeah. It's, a, it's the honor system, too. It's
1: people like me that never go anywhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're out shopping, you're going to hear Wham! Last yeah. Christmas. I've already heard it this year, so I was out. So you're out. Yeah.
2: Kind of clever, though. wham again.
1: wham again Every year.
2: Um. All right, so... It looks like here uh you know sometimes you know stuff happens in our marriages, and uh you know you could be married for like i don't know twenty eight years,
1: <laughs> <Dave>. <laughs> and then yeah, it could happen,
2: and then things go south yeah, or for whatever reason, yeah, here, I thought this might be kind of handy. these are if your partner ever says these twenty things, you should break up,
1: oh, oh boy, yeah. Okay,
2: If your partner ever says Ooh. these 20 things, you should break up. Now we're gonna have to skim through these pretty quick. I mean, we can't explain all of them uh, in depth, but if uh, what about the they get uh, weird about a lie? Okay? Uh, if you kind of catch your partner lying or suspect that they might be, notice their reaction when confronted. Um, if your partner consistently tells you they don't know why they are lying, could be a problem. Uh they're rude to strangers.
1: Yeah, I don't like that.
2: You know, whether they snap at servers at restaurant, Uber drivers, uh, you know, anything along those lines, if they're rude to uh, just rude to strangers. You know, um, maybe you're going through the McDonald's drive-through and they're like, all Kim- right.
1: Kimberly I'm. Hershenson, a licensed uh, clinical social worker says, Pay close attention to how your partner treats those who serve them, as well as strangers on the street. While they might be super nice to you because they're dating you, how they talk to others is a sign of their true character.
2: Now, they're mean to family members? Now, that could be anything.
1: I've always heard, watch how a dude treats his mom.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think, but, you know... It could be just menstruation, or uh, you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or menstruation.
2: That's what I said. Don't leave that out. That's what I said. Oh. I said menstruation.
1: <laughs> Let's roll uh, back the tape on that one.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it said, you know, but I mean, I okay. Don't get us wrong. This is one of those things where it's kind of like, well, I heard on the radio that if you're rude to your family members, I should break up.
1: I mean, everybody has a bad day. Yeah. If it's consi- if it's consistently a pattern. Uh, number four, they tell you how to think health relationship is built on mutual respect, compromise and open communication, not being right or attempting to change how somebody thinks.
2: In other words, if you are like, if you don't think like me, you're wrong. Yeah. You know, uh, they say you can't go somewhere. Super controlling. In other words, a partner, you know, that says, well, what? You can't go there or you can't go there. Or, i I'll, you know. You can only do things with me. Yeah, super controlling.
1: Um, They insist you act in a certain way. A good partner will never make you feel bad for being yourself. They They, won't tell you to stop talking. They won't claim you're being embarrassing or say you're not intelligent.
2: They're constantly uh, commenting on your appearance. Can't stop commenting on whether your clothes or your body shape or worse, telling you what to wear. Just another big, huge red flag.
1: They direct their anger at you. Uh, Everybody's allowed to have intense emotions, to cry, to yell. Uh, Your partner should never direct their anger at you. Uh, Individuals who feel like they are being routinely criticized, yelled at by their partner should consider their options and formulate a safe exit plan. You
2: know, these are all great, Uh, seriously, because it's one of those things that nobody needs to put up with this crap. And I think that we get caught up in a relationship and heaven forbid it even goes to the uh, the physical abuse or the mental and emotional abuse. That's what this is. Calling people names, uh calling you know, calling them names, if and then they immediately apologize afterwards, like oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry I, mean I said it. that. I'm gonna call you a two faced lion son of a bee, <laughs> uh, you know, and or you're the scummiest scumbag of all of the earth. You're worthless. But then, ah, well, I shouldn't have said those things. Look, the damage has already been done. Yeah. it's like the just kidding, yeah, you know, just thing. kidding. A uh, lot of people will say however they feel, and then they think that it's okay, and it voids out anything previous because you say just kidding.
1: They claim everything is your fault. Um, it's a toxic and unfair mentality to blame everything on the other person.
2: Yeah. Um. Again, they uh, they threaten you. They have a lot. Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah. They yeah. Uh,
1: they have a lot going on right now. Switching gears, uh, classic. I have a lot going on right now. Um, sometimes people are too busy for a relationship, and that's fine. If your partner isn't ready to take things to the next level, this isn't about toxicity as much. as This is about mismatched goals and where you are in life. It's
2: kind of an interesting here uh, one too. They won't make plans for the future. You know, not only did you deserve to be with somebody and that has a future, but they, you know, really aren't making any kind of plans in the future with. With you or anything, uh, it's just kind of another red flag.
1: Now they don't want kids. Now if either of you doesn't want to have kids, that's a hundred percent fine. But it is something you should talk about if the relationship gets serious to present, prevent resentment from forming some point down the road when you want kids and they don't.
2: Now you guys seem like such a nice couple. <laughs> when are you going to have kids? I know you just uh, you've been married for four months. How, how can we I haven't? No, you haven't made an announcement. Four months. <laughs> uh, they say that you're you're bad with money. Okay. Uh, which is super easy to be the accusatory kind of person where you're like, but then if, have you ever stopped and stepped back and gone, well, I spend money on this. Yes. You know, you're yeah. sitting there blaming your other partner and going. You know how come you're spending money on this? How come you're spending money on that? You really ought to better dead.
1: Yes, I bought a new sweater, but you're going hunting.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, that struck a that struck a chord. Uh, It's true though, because your hunting's your your sweater probably cost you seventy bucks, maybe at the most, and the hunting trip costs four hundred and fifty dollars by the time you're all done.
1: All right. If they threaten to leave, uh, if they're constantly throwing in the threat to leave, uh, take note.
2: Baby's gotten good at goodbyes. It's
1: another form of manipulation.
2: They say that you made them do something. Uh, another common habit among abusive partners is blaming and then justifying it in the same breath. Hate that.
1: They say they're worried about you. Uh, gaslighting is a manipulative technique that can completely undermine someone's sense of value or worth. Um Maybe they say you're not remembering things correctly, or they might pretend to be worried about how you aren't remembering it correctly. But it's just a mind game to keep you unsure of yourself so they get to be in control. Yeah.
2: But then that's when Viagra comes into play. (laughs) If if Viagra comes into play, then you have a great, uh, you're less likely to get Alzheimer's and you'll remember stuff. (laughs) And things will be a lot better uh they claim you don't have any friends this is a interesting one too here because if your partner is constantly making fun of your friends or just claiming that you're just not good enough for anybody big get out
1: all right and the last one they threaten to hurt themselves it's a major major red flag if whenever your partner gets upset they immediately start threatening to hurt themselves or others um it's extremely important not to take these threats lightly Identify someone you can trust to confide in and consider seeking professional help.
2: There you go. I know we probably spent a little bit more time on that. Uh, It's just that relationships take a strain anyway. But during the holidays, it can be even worse. And I guess what we're saying is sometimes you don't need to put up with a lot of what you're putting up with. Uh, Nobody... Deserves to be belittled and demeaned, and uh, you deserve better, in other words. So stand up for yourself, and especially during the holidays.
1: Uh, People are texting crazy much about the crazy lots about this. Somebody says, Oh, my hell, I'm guessing you've met my ex husband. These are all (laughs) him. Uh, Yeah, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Yeah. Uh, Two husbands worth can relate to what you're talking about. Uh, I'm sorry that happened to you, and I hope you're in a better situation.
2: So let's battle it out in a friendly way, in a male and female friendly way for a prize.
0: Now, the game that pits man against woman. It's Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. 570 5767. 570 5767.
2: Oh, baby, we we've, have some great tickets up for grabs.
1: We've got a family four-pack of floor seats. That's hard to say. A family yeah. four-pack of floor seats Fudge. for the Bar J Wranglers tomorrow night. That means you have to pick them up here today or tomorrow uh, between 10 and 5. Shouldn't, uh, you maybe you can pick them up tomorrow and grab them and go grab some dinner and then head up to Kingsbury Hall.
2: It's going to be flipping fun.
1: Yeah, 570-5767, guy and a girl, will battle it out.
2: Hello, what's your name? Steven. Hello, Stephen. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Merry you Christmas. To play? Yep. This is Stephanie from yesterday. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Stephen, now you can remain with your same uh, gener- gender. Yes. Okay? You don't have to pretend to be Stephanie.
0: All right. I won't uh, pretend
2: anymore. All right. Uh, 18 days till Christmas. So, yes. So do you have everything done? Uh, not quite. Yeah, I know. All right, Magus. let's find you a girl to compete with here in this little contest. Who is this?
4: This, Justin.
2: Magus. Oh, Justin, we already got a dude.
1: We're looking for a, a girl. Sorry, oh, Justin. Justina. Hi, Jen.
2: <laughs> okay, thanks. Are you a girl? Hi. Hi, what's your name? Julie. Julie and Steven. Julie and Steven, have either one of you won in 30 days? Nope. Nope. Okay, let's go. All
1: right, Julie, we're going to go first. Uh, there's just one college football game of consequence this weekend, Army versus Navy. In what city will it be played? Washington D.C., East Rutherford, New Jersey, or Philadelphia? Oh. Yeah. That's such a random question.
4: It really is.
1: Uh, Philadelphia? Uh East Rutherford, New Jersey at MetLife uh. Stadium Army versus Navy.
2: I mean even oh, for a guy, I
1: know right? That. I've been to that game before. Have you really? Have you? Yes. Wow. Oh
2: wow.
3: Well, then you should have known it. Yeah, you
2: should have known it then. You're just... <laughs> My son
3: in law graduated from Annapolis
4: Naval Academy. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, doesn't yeah. that make you feel stupid then?
4: <laughs> yes, it does. No.
2: All right. Uh, Steven, here's your question Which of these uh, momagers? Uh, they Which of these people? We want to back it up? I know. Which of these people were just sentenced to jail time for. Because I don't think I'm far enough over. Oh, sorry. Oh, he's he's talking to somebody else. Are you with all us, dude? You've got my full attention now. All right. Which of these people just sentenced to jail time for a DUI conviction? Uh, Kathy Hilton, Dina Lowen, or Kris Jenner?
1: Uh, a
2: B. It was Dina Lowen. Lindsay
1: Lowen's mom. But oh, all right, Julie. Happy birthday to actor Nicholas Holt. He plays one of the War Boys in which of these movies? Ant Man. Terminator Genesis or Mad Max Fury Road? Oh my gosh! No, these are hard today. I go to the movies all the time. I've never heard of this guy. I'll say the second one. It's the third one, Mad Max Fury Road. Nicholas Holt.
2: All right, Stephen, are you with us? Yep. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to singer songwriter Sarah Bareilles. Which of these Broadway musicals did she produce? Was it Waitress, Jagged Little Pill, or Diana? Diana. Waitress on that one. No
1: score. Yep. Oh, Julie, uh, which of these is a defunct computer brand? Tandy, Johns Manville, or Allied Signal? Oh my gosh. What was the first one again? Tandy. Sure, we'll say that one. You're right. And Dave, I've almost completed your Tandy moccasins for Christmas. (laughs)
2: Okay, well, good. I'm
1: making you some Tandy moccasin uh, (laughs) slippers for Christmas.
2: (laughs) Hey, does it hold a a Rambo knife on the side? Yeah,
1: I've got a little sheath on the side. Oh, nice.
3: I love doing my Tandy kits with Naga I know.
1: I did too. And I'm making some for Dave. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Uh, okay, since uh, men are the only ones that know about computers, that was a perfect question for the ladies. Uh, all right, Stephen, here's your final question. we got to get this one right to stay in it. When you're ironing your clothes, which of this is okay to use starch on? Wool sweater, silk blouse, linen trousers? Uh, C. C, linen trousers. You got it? You're hanging in there? You both got uh, – we have a tie? Deb is going to hold up a finger or fingers between 1 and 10. And, Stephen, you get to guess first because you called first, just like that. Go for it. Five. And, Julie? Two. It was 10.
1: Stephen, you're the winner. I have to clear something up. Momagers is a mom manager. Okay. That makes sense. So neither
2: one of us really kind of knew what it was.
1: Momagers. They're moms of their famous... Daughters, they manage uh, oh, their daughters. they manage their daughters. Yeah, momagers. Okay,
2: like Britney Spears' mom, yeah. except in her dad's case.
1: Yeah, he's a dadager. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, you guys, uh, super happy for you to play along. And we are super happy, Stephen, that you're heading off to the Bar J. Wranglers. And you've got four fabulous, family fun, four-pack of tickets on the floor of the Bar J. Wranglers concert tomorrow wow. night. At, Have uh, fun,
1: Stephen.
2: Stephen, are you there? Yep. Right. I'm here.
1: All right. Hold Steven. on a second. Uh, Thanks, Julie. Stephen, just You're try welcome. to act happy, okay? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hell try again, yeah. me okay? Merry
2: Christmas, okay.
1: All right. <laughs> Thanks.
2: Uh, again, tickets are available and a VIP experience where you can get a signed guitar and uh, some incredible tickets, too, all available there at tickets.utah.edu for the Bar J. Wranglers Christmas and Farewell Tour concert tomorrow night at Kingsbury Hall. Back in a bit. Oh, man, we have some festive stuff to pass along to you. It's the uh, season of giving, and we are throwing out Keith Urban tickets four times a day. Your next shot at those coming up with Jimmer at noon, again at 2 how come he gets two slots? How come he gets two slots, man? He's, I mean, he's man.
1: special. He
2: only get one. <laughs> <laughs> and eight, then again at 4 o'clock this yeah, afternoon. 8,
1: noon, 2 and 4. Free Keith Urban tickets going urban for Keith. Uh, we'll give you the lyrics delivered in our uh, home slice urban style. And you tell us what song it is, Be Caller Z. And you've got two tickets for that show in September.
2: Look. Nobody's guessed this Mystery Sound, and it is climbing like crazy, $724 in the Mystery Sound jackpot, and you have a chance to go and get a head start on this, all of the clues, the previous guesses, and the sound itself on our website there at z104country.com, and don't
1: forget, it's New Clue Tuesday. Also, don't forget to stuff the stockings all week here at the Z. We're helping the Utah Kids Foundation uh, with Stuff the Stockings effort, we've got a list on our website of needed uh, items to make a Christmas extra special uh, for these families with kids with special needs. Uh, art supplies, cars, trucks, Barbies, all the usual suspects. Yeah. Nail polish, Star Wars, dinosaurs. And uh, you can drop them off here at the station between 10 and 5 this week, Monday through Friday.
0: Z
2: Crew is going to be hanging out this Saturday. And it might be a little on the chilly side on Saturday. But the nice thing about it is we set it up in a drive through manner. And uh, if you want to stop on by and donate uh, that way, you don't even have to get out of your car if you don't want to. But Santa Claus will be on hand.
1: Eleven to one this Saturday here at the radio station in West Valley. We'll also have the Strip and, dip and Chicken Truck if you want to grab some lunch <laughs> while Save we're that. here. Strip dip and Dipping Chicken Truck. <laughs> uh, so uh, help out for a great cause makes everybody feel good. The Utah Kids Foundation stuff the stocking going on through Saturday here at Z One Hundred Four.
2: What's your deal tomorrow morning? We're going to be doing What's Your Deal Wednesday. Uh, be thinking about something that you'd like to throw out on the air. Talk about What's Your Deal plus Wednesday's word. Hump day. We're looking at uh, halfway through the week. I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves because we still have to finish Tuesday first, right? But we'll be back in the morning.
1: But tune in anyway. It's
5: over. The show is over. We're not out of time. Wow, that was quick. Exactly. That was
1: the whole show. See
5: you soon.
1: Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.